Fuck it off. with the People's Patriot Project. It is 17 December 2023 and we, okay, Peterson, go away. <laughs> we are here tonight with our show, the People's Patriot Projects. We got your six at six. There he is again. Go away again, man. We got your six at six Patriot Playtime. Hey, every week, every week we bring you a guest and many times a new musician <laughs> and we share all the good things and sometimes not so good things, but a lot of things happening in our world. Um, this week, we are going to have words of wisdom and knowledge from the amazing Chuck Tyler and Veterans Intellectual Property. Um, it's already starting. Thank you, Bourbon Battle Buddies. Where They're always here, right? With Jonathan and Scotty Frazier. Thank you for being in touch all day today. It is awesome to hear from you. We've got Derek Iozio with Catch-22 Peer Support and Kimmer Gwinner. Contagion Effect, Eric Mello. Thank you, Kimmer. Um, Jeremy Daniels, thank you for always being here. And you're always in our thoughts. You guys, there are so many who put, put their effort in, put their time in, support us. Then we get to put pause on them and meet them face to face. Don't say pause around Peterson. Um, ask your questions tonight, you guys. Participate, ask questions, let us know what you're doing. I know some of you out there in the world were at Breeze Across America events yesterday, and we are going to love to hear about that tonight as well. So we do know why we get to do this. Thank you to the service members and first responders that have committed their time, sweat, blood, limbs, family, and life to give us the freedoms that we have that allow us to do what we do daily. We wear this green because we won't go unseen. Even if Peterson has read on, it's un, it's it's unseen. Um, thank you for being here tonight, guys. Before we get started with the show, I am going to ask that you take off your hat, stand if you can, and cover your heart, and join us in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to, to the, the flag, flag the of the United States, States of America, America and to the Republic, to the Republic for, which, for it stands, which it stands, one nation, one nation under God, under God Indivisible, indivisible with liberty, liberty and, and justice, justice for all. all. 
Oh my goodness! Go. Michael Ireland is here. I'm so excited. That me? Peterson, did you eat a lot of sugar today? Because what, is... <laughs> what is going on? Stop touching yeah, all the buttons. Yeah, I'm just going to talk about Reads Across America later, but we have Chaplain Michael Ireland in the house visiting us through, I do believe, YouTube. And I just have to throw out the most wonderful, sincere thank you, Chaplain Ireland. You kept our blessings in hand. I feel like the weather was great as well. And I know you wanted snow, but that's not what I was asking for. You ruined, it. You ruined it. He ruined yes, it. Beautiful. Chaplain Ireland ruined it. He ruined <laughs> it. didn't pray for the snow, and that's what happened. And it got ruined. All, yeah. all ruined. No, yeah, that's not beautiful. Good. What it's an beautiful. amazing, 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 amazing man. And uh, so exciting. And you know what? I This is completely off script. I've just got to say this because um, another human being who's not from Boots on the Ground America. I met a man from Ireland, oddly enough, because Chaplain Michael is a, he's a Brit <laughs> in Ireland. And that was, it's kind of a funny banter. But uh, uh, as I was breaking down boxes uh, back in the maintenance area, um, a guy came flying up, had no business, honestly, even being in the space. And uh, he was he was off the boat Ireland. Irish, I said Ireland. Um, and he started to share about how he had no connection to America other than that he came to America and he loves the freedom he has and he could not not be there uh, to lay wreaths on the fallen soldiers of America. Uh, he had to be there. And he goes, this is what I give back. And I'm just like, you're my story, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much for understanding and, and sharing your story. And I told him, I'm going to share your story. And he's like, uh, you go for it, brother. But uh, <laughs> gosh, we have, I am, I'm, no, I haven't been doing the drinky drink like Miss Ike says. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who said uh, that? Yeah, we got what we needed, brother. We got what we needed. Um, we got it. We got the chance to meet amazing 3,000 plus of our best, newest friends. And it, Andrew will talk about that. I don't want to take any of the good stuff from her. Um, and what an amazing, amazing day yesterday. Uh, I don't want to get too deep in it, but uh, Jonathan, so we can get to that part. Why don't you show the movie? So, the month of December is uh, the month of giving. And the mission will revolve around people making a difference in their society by helping others. December is a month that is recognized for its holy observances, such as Hanukkah and Christmas. In Christmas tradition, it is the time that marks the birth of Jesus Christ and revolves around the concept of giving and spreading joy. The concept of giving gifts was formed around the 15th century as Christmas was seen as a holiday that focused on friends and family. Over the years, the month of Christmas or the month of December has become a universal time for giving and also serves as a reminder of the history of Christmas. According to the historic nar narrative, Jesus himself is considered God's gift to mankind and he received gifts of frankincense, gold, and myrrh when he was born. December 17th today, 
1903. Orville and Wilbur Wright would make the first successful flight of a self-propelled aircraft that was heavier than air. Two men with no college education, but a will to accomplish what they set out to do, would go through the process of testing hundreds of designs and studying hundreds more from other engineers. On December 14th, all the hard work and years of planning came together and Orville would attempt the first takeoff with the newly designed airplane. The engine stalled on takeoff and the plane was damaged. It took three days to repair the damage, but the Wright brothers were not gonna give up. Finally, on December 17th, in front of five witnesses, the airplane ran down a monorail and took flight. It stayed in the air for 12 seconds and would fly 120 feet. The brothers would alternate taking three more flights that day, and the last of those would stay in the air for 59 seconds and travel 852 feet. The modern age of aviation had been born. By 1905, the airplane could perform complex maneuvers and would stay in the air for 39 minutes. The historic Wright Brothers aircraft from 1903 is on permanent display at the National Air and Space Museum in Washington, D.C. And that is where I pass this off to Andrea. I appreciate that. Thank you. And I need to, I need to send a big shout out to, um, well, we're supposed to call him Paul, um, and I should have grabbed his entire title, um, but of Civil Air Patrol here in Minnesota, um, I'm going to get all those numbers and put them in the notes, numbers and titles. But I kind of borrowed his report because he gave a very, very wonderful report. Um, we, I'm going to start on Friday, you guys, and we'll have all kinds of pictures. But Friday, we had a, we had a truck come in. Peterson was there May of, on Friday, AM, between 0800 and 0900, um, a large semi-truck full of wreaths from wreaths across America sponsorships um, were delivered to Fort Snelling National Cemetery in Minneapolis, Minnesota. They were unloaded from the truck and stored safely under tarps at the maintenance facility. Um, we did set some aside for those grave specific because we wanted to make sure everybody who couldn't make it in case of the rain or snow would be taken care of if they couldn't get there and those who asked for volunteers to deliver them were taken care of as well. Then on Saturday, the same thing, only it was three trucks this time, and we were blessed with many squadrons and battalions of cadets who came to help unload those trucks, guard those wreaths, and keep people in a safe, direct line to where they needed to be. Bay and Bay, TA dedicated, DART, DART, Trucking, and Walmart. And thank you. Um, my high school classmate, um, Grant, for uh, sending that Walmart truck on over. I don't know. That was perfect. Um, okay, so the ceremony started at 11 o'clock, which uh, Mark rolled off straight up at 1100 and introduced our MC. Um, you guys, this was such an amazing ceremony. I'm not going to go into all a ton of details, but after the ceremony, volunteers unloaded the trucks and it was about 13,000 wreaths to the general public, about 1,800 to the grave specific, and then a few left over for the rest of us. And then we broke down cardboard, put, put it in the trucks, put it in our trucks, put it in other people's trucks, and got it out of there. Um, 13 CAP units participated, 
And that was about 110 um, CAP Minnesota Wing members from 0830 to 1400 helping us get all of that. They were some of the last to leave as well. First there, last to leave was amazing. Um, gosh, you guys, we'll have a lot about that later. But we had the Salvation Army Imagine, Emergency Disaster Services food truck and three of their volunteer staff served 300 hot dog meals, 500 snacks, and 1,100 beverages of hot chocolate, coffee, and apple cider. That was wonderful. They were there all day. It was supreme. I do want to do a quick <laughs> shout out to, to Stephanie Hunter. James, we don't have your last name, brother, but he, he helped with Patriot Guard. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Paul Pryor, Arthur Gomez of Honeywell, Claudia Gabriel, Daughters of American Revolution, Jason Casillas of the Fort Stone Cemetery. This event does not happen without Andrea Eichmann, who got it done. It, she carried 97.999% of the weight. She did it. Uh, she, it's, thank you. Nope, I did it with um, so many friends and so much help. All my new best friends, not alone. It's great. Reggie Chapman of WCCO came out and did a story. Thank you, Reggie. Ben Henry came out from KSTP, did a story. Thank you. And I'm going to do it again. I did it at the event on Saturday, and I'm going to do it again now. We need to thank the one, the only, Eric Mello of Contagion Effect. The man lives in California and is so passionate about the drive, the push, and making sure that we get the job done. He was the one that actually had the article that said no one was covering Fort Snelling Reads Across America. Um, he was the one that put the article out there that we saw and said, this is unacceptable. Um, it's ours. We got a grip on it. It's going to get done. We are going to bring the shock and awe. I, and we're going to grow this thing. And it's because of the amazing relationships we were able to build on Saturday and leading up to the event. And I, we're already getting messages pouring in now. It, we are going to cover Fort Snelling. We are going to cover Fort Snelling. And when we're done doing that, we're going to cover the rest of the, the uh, cemeteries in the state of Minnesota. Jonathan is interested in, uh, in spurring it in Louisiana. We've got uh, Brian, who's uh, claimed a, a cemetery over in Wisconsin. Um this is just honoring the men and women that have given us the opportunities to do what we do. And for us to lay a $17 wreath on their headstone every year in memory, in honor, and for the opportunity to teach our future, um, we're going to do it every year. And, uh, you know, I, I have openly said I have some men and women under the age of 21 actually you can say under the age of 19 the boys and the girls that are part of the civil air patrol and that were there in uniform and we're so excited to work and be part of this reach out this is part of that teach opportunity um it's part of the heroes in the classroom that uh andrea helped me create uh i don't know roughly six years ago where we are going to celebrate the young men and women who have parents that are deployed and who have parents that are first responders, it is critical that we have this future 
to continue to protect our country so we can continue to preserve the freedoms and the liberties that we were supposed to get and do have and haven't always had because it hasn't been fair for everyone forever. And I get that, but that doesn't mean we can't change and make it better. And I lift those young men and women. We, we shine them at the very beginning of, uh, of my speech because it, it's such a small percentage. Uh, Andrea and myself sit in the classroom weekly and, and don't see many kids that are willing to open up their heart, mind, and ideas that says, I can be part of something bigger than my space right here. And so uh, congratulations to the commanders of the Civil Air Patrol in the state of Minnesota. Thank you for bringing those amazing young men and women that came and shined like leaders that morning. Uh, yesterday morning. Uh, we appreciate you. What's that? I'm just giggling. Sorry. Yes. That morning. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure after all that transpired yesterday for the three of you, Mr. Chuck was also uh, doing some stuff with Reese Across America yesterday in uh, Central Florida, right? Yeah, we would have if the weather had, uh, had cooperated. Oh, the, if you looked at a map, it was like the entire state of Florida was underwater. Oh, it was crazy. Oh, so no. It was really crazy yesterday. But I guarantee you there are people out there and that stuff doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I guarantee it. Absolutely. We, we do have amazing men and women. Yes. And uh, Chaplain uh, Ireland is exactly right. Yes. Um, there are soldiers throughout the country in graves everywhere. And Reese Across America will will honor those in other grave sites. Uh, the National Cemeteries, yeah. yes, are military specific, but uh, build it, let's grow it, let's get those people, let's get it served, man. I, I love it. <clears throat> you all right there, Peterson? You can do a, yeah, I just Ooh. had a little something there. Um, today is about you, Mr. Tyler. Yes, we have here. We want to hear about your amazing mission. Uh, so I really appreciate doing this today on uh, Wright Brothers Day. They have five patents. They were able to overcome a lot of adversity to make this country as great as it is uh, first in flight. Uh, as an aside, I understand that um, there's a beef between Ohio in North Carolina about where they really had their first flight. Hmm. Did y'all know that? No. Always what I read the day was all Kitty Hawk. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, you know, I'm from Virginia. I've got family in North Carolina, so Ohio can go figure out another way to be famous, but uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, for a football team. The, the Wright brothers story really emulates a lot of um, what our veterans do uh, in veterans intellectual property. We make sure that veterans, active duty members, and military dependents um, have as few barriers as possible to take their idea and protect it and go to market with it. One of the greatest uh, economic drivers of our country over since its birth is inventions is innovation and you know it's so important that it's in the constitution so when we talk about crazy people driving out there 
when we talk about innovation, we're talking about something that, you know, is codified in our founding documents. And just like the Wright brothers had to overcome a lot of adversity, our veterans, when they come out of service and they're transitioning, you know, they don't know what they want to do, right? Uh, there's a lot of adversity there. Um, identity crises, getting into the civilian world. And many of them, um, all of our clients are choosing to go the entrepreneur route. They have an idea. They want to patent it, protect it, copyright it, trademark it, and they want to make money from it. Mm. It's that simple. But fees, um, not just attorney fees, but the USPTO fees, uh, it could cost as much as $10,000 to uh, secure a patent for your idea. So we have two primary missions. We find those attorneys who believe in helping our heroes by contributing their pro bono hours to walk our veterans through the process. And then two, we're out there shaking trees and, and picking pockets to make sure that we have a war chest that we can offset those USPTO fees. That's amazing. I know, uh, I, I, I know I have some, well, a friend who uh, recently went through that process and right. we were talking about it and it's not. Um, and it was terrifying, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's, yeah. And it's not, it's not cheap. <laughs> The little, the little things you don't know when you start it, it hits you on the back end. Right. Exactly. Um, you know, you, you pay this amount to file, then you have to pay this amount if, you know, a decision comes down and you have to amend it or any number of ways that uh, the USPTO can throw up financial barriers. Um, I read a definition a long time ago that stuck with me that... Um, a leader is someone who uses his or her power to remove as many obstacles from the progression and the path of those who report to them, right? Their subordinates or um, their direct reports. And I saw the contagion effect. They, they called me Mr. CEO in the comments and I really appreciate that because I think that's what leaders do. Um, in my capacity as the CEO of Veterans Intellectual Property, I'm doing everything I can to adhere to that definition. I want to remove those barriers because I can and because I want to and because I think the brotherhood and sisterhood deserve that. Well, that is – so we've tried to create a level of services within the People's Patriot Project called mm -hmm. Lighten Your Load. And that's okay. exactly – exactly what that service does it's a, it's another niche or niche however people want to say it language right. actually, correct niche niche oh now it's french <laughs> now it's a french word <laughs> it's french or something like that yeah bonjour les niches when i eat my niches in the morning that's what i <laughs> um, and that's amazing. And oh, gosh, I, I think we're gonna have a lot to talk about in our post show today, sure. unless we let it bleed into this, which I'm not against because you know, we deal with 
We got 160 veteran musicians across the country right now that are on WP3 radio, and okay. they don't always have their IRSC codes in place. They don't always have their their trademark and their copyright pieces in place. We, you know, maybe I need to talk to you and say, hey, what does WP3 or the People's Patriot Project need to protect ourselves from? Because uh, we're just kind of really got our stuff out there, and we just constantly move forward tip of the spear and maybe we're not protected the way we need to be. Um, Absolutely. So um, think about how it. Do we stumble? How, how do people stumble on you and say, Hey, let's get your help. We need help. What do we need help with? That's awesome. Uh, listen, if you've got uh, the next best mousetrap, um, then you want to patent it. If you've got a crazy cool logo or uh, tagline, sound even right you want to get it exactly you want to get it copywritten you want to get it trademarked um i i keep listening i i listen to um sirius xm a lot and i keep hearing larry the cable guy he's got a channel now on uh sirius xm and everybody knows his trademark tagline right this is your sign get her done so, you know, you can, you can protect a lot of things. And the first step is to shoot me an email or come to our website and talk to Viper, um, which is our, wait for it, Veterans Intellectual Property Educational Resource. It's our uh, AI bot that we put together Um Thanks to OpenAI, they allow you to build your GPTs on their platform. So our GPT is specifically designed to talk about um, IP. Um, it's, uh, you know, all the disclaimers here. We're not attorneys. I can introduce you to the attorneys within our network. But the advice that we give is not legal advice. It's suggestions on how you should move forward. So disclaimer, done. Um, but yeah, you come to us, uh, shoot us an email. Hit me up on LinkedIn, Facebook. Uh, I think we now have, thanks to my wife, who is my graphic designer, I think we have Instagram, TikTok, and, yeah, Twitter. So, and she she made our badass website, so, and our logo. So, really proud of her and uh, the efforts that she's contributed to our, our efforts. Everyone's born. Yeah, reach out to us. We have... Uh, Week bi-weekly intake meetings where our attorneys come together. We give like maybe a 20-minute uh, PowerPoint presentation and we try to put everybody to sleep. And then <laughs> after that, if you still have questions, if you're still awake or alive, then, you know, you get to engage in our with our attorneys um, with preliminary questions. And if you feel the need to schedule a one-on-one after that, then we're available. So first of all, I need to apologize to everyone. Yes, you're right. Jeff Foxworthy was. Here's your sign. I apologize. It's, oh, did yeah, they jump all over you, bro? Yeah, they got all over me. And that's, that's it's not the first nor the last time. But um, <laughs> I have a feeling that this educational opportunity and reaching out to you actually helps people fine-tune and fine line A, their marketing and their branding as well. Is that yes. am, I, am I offline with that statement? Oh, no, you are tracking, brother. I really appreciate that because if you think about it, you've got 
the red logo, the white outline of the bottle, the white um, font of Coca-Cola, then you've got everything that surrounds that logo, right? You've got uh, what did Don Draper come up with in Mad Men, right? The commercial that he made for Coca-Cola. Um, you've got everything that surrounds Coca-Cola. You've got their tagline. It's the real thing. You've got um, the colors, the branding. How do we want to present this trademarked logo and tagline to the world? So, yo, yeah, branding and marketing are, are hand in fist with what you do with your trademark, copyright, and patent. How many organizations do you work with? Not enough, to be honest with you, brother. Um, we were extremely fortunate to meet another uh, Army veteran, Eric Marshall, who is the uh, acting director of the University of Maryland's Business Opportunity Center. And they were generous enough to give us a $25,000 grant so that we could continue the work that we're doing. Um, we recently partnered with Grapevine and have had a couple of their um, giving circles contribute to our efforts. And look, I'm going to be transparent as blank. I don't take a salary, primarily because I'm 100%. So that little bit of money that I get from there is fine for me. I get my rent paid, my lights stay on seat, like we got lights. So, you know, it's it's not about, oh my gosh, how much money can I make as a nonprofit? It's about how many people can I help? Because it always comes back to you, right? It's the law of the harvest. What I sow, I will reap. So I want to help as many veterans as possible go to market. I want them to make money. And then, you know, when they blow through Shark Tank, when they've got Mark Cuban writing them big checks, that's what they remember us. You know, hey, <laughs> no worries. That's amazing. And we appreciate you. And uh, I think a lot of nonprofits sit in that, that category of saying, you know what, I don't care to make a lot. Well, I'm going to lie. I'm not going to lie. We want to make all the money we can make. That's the, that's the mm -hmm. truth. Because the more money we make, the more people we can help. And our we mission can, exactly, is, exactly. Our mission exactly. is to help as many as we can with as much as we have to the ex extent we can. And exactly. um, I constantly preach, you know what? You got to be ready so we don't have to get ready. That's called being mission ready. And yeah. uh, we spend too much time. It's not backtracking. We're, we're just not getting out of the what do you call it? The, the motor pool. I mean, we, yes, we are helping people. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, having conversations with people yesterday was actually helped us to uh, slingshot another ask that we just got this week and, and we'll, we'll sure that up this week. And it's amazing, but that's awesome. Um, there is some events that we're trying to plan mm -hmm. to bring everyone to the pool Mm -hmm. To explode and expose what everyone does. And that's what the show does, actually. And that right. was what our intent was when we built it. We didn't want to build a we didn't want to build a a, a podcast live stream at all in the beginning. And because we didn't want to build the content. But then after working in the industry and, and hearing veterans reach out to us and say, Oh, you answered the call. I'm like, Yeah, there's us and 46,000 other organizations in this country that say they're helping veterans. Why do people not know that? Well, because we've created our own chaos. That's part of the problem. 
Yeah, and so absolutely. We also have watered down the Kool-Aid a little bit because we got a lot of organizations that aren't doing what they say they're going to do. Um, and we got some organization pilfering the pot and that it is what it is. Uh, we're trying to move past that, keep the message positive, uh, be right. the shock and awe. Uh, our green won't go unseen uh, and just continue to trudge through this until we do get those uh, companies and organizations that realize we do have to take care of our living memorials, not the ones laying in the fields and uh cool. i'm super excited chuck i'm super excited appreciate you uh, build a day will appreciate come you. yes it needs to be more than a baseball field though in my opinion um, yeah tell me about it yeah you know that's cool it's cool and you know it's tough it's tough watching people build memorials that cost astronomical amounts of dollars to build knowing that we could be feeding, clothing, housing veterans that are struggling now. That's, that's, am I still going to go to these memorials and, and honor those? Yes, I will. But yeah. at the same time, we got to step up a bit. And so, um, gosh, so much more to talk about here in a second. Jonathan. Yes. You had a good line on what we're going to do for music tonight. Did we yeah. just want to shoot it off with uh, the first one we'd mentioned? Sure. Let's do it. This is going to go huge. This 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 song's going to go huge. Uh he's a big voice, he's a big mind, he's a big soul. Uh his I hope you got your Kleenex box with you. I'm going to tell you Uh-oh. here's a little put your, put your Kleenex box next to you. Um <laughs> this story tells it all. And uh, I've been watching and listening to his backstory on this and there's a lot of uh uh YouTube videos out there. Uh he's done an amazing job. Uh, it's being produced, it's being uh, published, it's being managed, um, and he's doing an amazing job. We got Scotty Hastings. How do you choose? Down the window, too scared to get out. How do you say goodbye to someone you thought you couldn't live without? My mind is racing with memories of who he was and how good everything used to be. Choose to come back home Who goes under no gray stone I'm just asking cause it makes no sense to me Is it something that takes a little time Does it even cross your mind Or is this the way that it has to be Tell me God Choose. 
my guilty conscience Praise on my mind As I see the words they wrote After he left us behind Now I'm on my knees How do you choose to come back home Who goes under no fresh stone I'm just asking cause it makes no sense to me Is it something that takes a little time Does it even cross your mind Or is this the way that it has to Choose who comes back home Who goes under no great stone I'm just asking cause it makes no sense to me Is it something that takes a little time Does it even cross your mind Or is this the way that it has to you did it brother you did it um i messed up i said scotty hastings and it's andrea's fault it's andrea's fault i said scotty i even even corrected uh someone the other day that said scotty hastings i had scotty hastings come on get it right uh (laughs) andrea lives in hastings minnesota and so that gets stuck in my head all the time sounds like andrea needs to move to hastings Hey, you have to go to Hastings, yes, <laughs> city of Hastings. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> uh, the the smoke inhalation uh, took over in this space, and that uh, we got it cleared out before. So, uh, thank you, Scotty, for your amazing mission. <laughs> what am I supposed to say after that? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Follow that one. Uh, I hope he's copywritten those lyrics. Yeah, he's got an amazing management team. He's tightened it up. Gosh dang it, we we met Scotty when things weren't so tight, so he's a little loose, and we got to take advantage of him a little bit. But now he's he's going big show, and we got to play the the right games and stuff. And we we appreciate it. We're not gonna. We're not going to overstep our boundaries with him, and uh, we're going to make sure he's taken care of correctly. And um, you're going to see him in big and great places. You really are, but hopefully um, soon. Yeah. Good. Now, what do we do after that? That's uh, 
I should have changed the order. We should have ended on that one, but that's we're... <laughs> should have closed out that one. <laughs> then we could have just sat in the back and ate our ate our peanuts and wiped our tears in private. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, I do have to deliver some sad news. Um, we started the We Got Your Six at Six Patriot Playtime show three years ago. We are on episode, I don't have that sheet up right now. Oh, geez. I yeah. believe it's 180. 181. There we go. 181. Episode nice. 181, brother. That's nice. Um, And we tried. I liked sharing this story because year one into it, we, we were on a two-day event. Uh, we did a, a, a first responder support day on a Friday. And we did a fundraiser for the People's Patriot Project on a Saturday. And uh, we had five musicians in our space. And they played their event. And then they jammed until 4 o'clock in the morning. And then they were late to the event. And then they <laughs> until 4 o'clock in the morning. And me and Andrea uh, got up the next day and we're like, uh, we can't do it. I'm done. I am well, roasted. roasted. We were delivering them to the airport two or three times that day as well. So different trips back and forth. And so uh, we uh, we called our guests that day and we're like, we can't do it today. Sorry, we're done. Um, our amazing followers. I went home and I had a, a guest from Puerto Rico with us uh, who runs an organization down in uh, Puerto Rico. Um, and uh, still had to get him delivered and do, we had an RV, blah, blah, blah. I sat down on the couch and immediately expired. I mean, like literally probably hard stop beating for a while and everything. <laughs> and uh, I'm like comatose. And next thing you know, someone's shaking my big toe and they're like, do you know your team is on, uh, on live right now? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Our amazing network of people questioned, got hold of us. Where are you? We can't believe you're not on. And Andrea and at that time, uh, Shad Turner uh, launched the show that evening. And we just did a Shoot the Poo episode. And again, was amazing. We are not closing, brother. No, we're here to stay. Where'd that come from? What the heck are you doing? I didn't do that. No. Well, we don't have that ability, so. Is that you, Jonathan? Did you do that? I wish it was. I am not that cool. <laughs> I'm not touching anything. It did not. It was not me. I did that one, but that's weird. That's weird. The ghost got us. We're not closing. We're not going anywhere. We're always going to be here. Um, but I cannot commit my team to putting a show together for Christmas Eve. Can't do it. Uh, we're going to give everyone a break. Uh, if there are emergencies or a need or anything, you guys know where to find our con. You know our contact information. It's there. If you need to talk to someone, I will pick the phone up. It's I can spend time with family and, and work. You are my family, and we will we will do what we need to do to take care of whoever we need to. Um, we ironically, the, just the way the math works this year, one week later is New Year's Eve. Um, we will probably come on for a little half hour. Hey, how's everyone doing? Let's bring in this new year and make 2024 the greatest year. We constantly talk about. 
Eichmann, are you clowning me? I can't hear you. Chuck, you got a noisemaker over there? <laughs> it's your voice. You're doing that with your voice. <laughs> you can drink some water after that. What the heck? There's Iozio, Derek Iozio. I was going to say the same thing, Derek. Even though we say we probably won't be here on Christmas Eve, I have a feeling. Um, I mean, I got a lot of littles, so it's not like they'll be up late. So there's a chance. There's a chance, depending on what everyone else is doing, that we could be we could be hanging out live on Facebook all alone and see if anyone else is out there. So um, we'll be wrong. We're here. There. Oh, yes, uh, Derek Iozio is there. Yes. That thing you were that thing you were working on er earlier, Derek. Uh, let us know if we can do anything, buddy. We are blessed because of you. And uh, the one thing we always want, and I, I saw this quote, and we say this often: the only person you have to compete with, and the only person you have to be better than, is the person you were yesterday. That's it. Uh, we want us to all have a better version of us tomorrow than there is of us today. What are you specifically working on right now, Mr. Tyler? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, it's the holidays. Okay. So really working on the tree, working on uh, recipes for the ham that we've got in the freezer. But uh, come the first of the year, we're looking to onboard um, two new attorneys that uh, we had the good fortune of networking with. Um, so we'll have uh, more capacity, always on a lookout for attorneys who uh, feel the need to uh, adhere to their bar requirements for pro bono hours and, you know, uh, would like to help out our heroes who have those ideas that need protecting. I'm going off. I'm going off. I because there's no script tonight anyway. We're fine. Yeah. We're done. And the brain we're done goes and we're, we're spinning. Let's so do it. I'm hearing <laughs> you have access to attorneys. Mm -hmm. Now, are these attorneys specific? And I know you're probably looking for specific for what you guys are you're building uh, with uh, veterans intellectual property, but. I'm assuming you run into attorneys that work in different fields and areas and spaces. Correct. And I'm primarily looking for intellectual property attorneys. Um, That's if you what have you're an looking for. Correct. If they have an expertise in patents and um, trademarks, uh, we would be happy to have them contribute a few pro bono hours to help out our, our client list. We've got, 23 in the pipeline right now. Um, I want to give a special shout out to Sam Zellner and uh, Inspire IP, who very graciously contributed a uh, platform where we can uh, provide information to onboard uh, our current and future clients, and we can track um, their intellectual property journey. Um, it's a very intuitive system. Um, he put it together after being um, kind of disappointed in, uh, I think, a former employer who was just not capturing the IP in his workplace. So he went off on his own, built an amazing platform, and um, 
very graciously allow us to use it um, as an in-kind donation. So we really appreciate you, Sam. Thank you so much, Sam and Gaurav and um, Ishali are the team that uh, are behind Inspire IP and they really, it really streamlined our operations. Uh, so we appreciate that. But yeah, going back to your original question, looking for IP attorneys, um, patent and trademark uh, specifically. Um, copyrights are a little different. They're not so much um, a major thing. It's just whether or not you want to copyright a slogan or a logo. It, it, it's, it's all complicated. I'm just a paralegal. I'm not even going to try to sit here and try to explain it to you in 37 seconds. But uh, yeah, if you've got something that's of intellectual property that you want protected, we are here for you. We got your six. The reason why I asked the question is because we have a mm -hmm. we there, there's many channels of legal need in the world, and mm -hmm. uh, not everyone always understands that. Hey, a lawyer's not you know there's. There's family practice. There's, you know, exactly. I'm not even yep. smart enough to know all the, the, there's corporate, there's immigration, I mean, bankruptcy, yeah, you yeah, name yeah. it. Yeah. And we constantly have people reaching out to us for awesome legal needs, legal services, legal. And, and we don't, our network's not full in that space. We we're trying to find more and new every day. And, you know, okay. when I reach out, sometimes people give me an email to like a, a general practice place in a space. And I'm like, uh, we need more than general practice. We need someone that's specifically uh, driven to help veterans and first responders. And that's, I, yeah. I, I just can't take them to a, a regular practice unless they say they're going to do that. Um, I've got uh, one of our uh, guests on the, not guests, um, viewers. Um who could probably use some legal help uh, based on his exposures to the military and where he's at right now. And we've been trying to build that opportunity. And so I don't know if you have access to those or other ideas or other people or. You should reach out to Antoinette. Um, man, she just got married. Her maiden name is Antoinette Balta of Veterans Legal Institute. Um, I think she's a uh, Nadur now, N-A-D-O-U-R. But Antoinette has an amazing organization with Veterans Legal Institute. Uh, they are always there for veterans. Uh, low income in particular is what they specialize in. And they've put together an amazing network. So you'll want to reach out to Antoinette uh, Nadur, Veterans Legal Institute. That last name? N-A-D-O-U-R, I believe. She just recently got married. Uh, her maiden name is Balta, B-A-L-T-A. But Veterans Legal Institute, um, they have a, a really great presence on LinkedIn. So you'll be able to find her very quickly through that. Awesome. Awesome. And that's the information that we need. I'm always willing to explore for the betterment of our network and uh, making sure that we have weapons in the holster so to speak you know it's, oh, yeah, absolutely absolutely it's the more we have and again we'll we'll reach out and get them on our show and make sure there's those opportunities uh, hey the panthers won today i'm happy so who? We, can, we can go all carolina what? panthers they won today 
really pretty colors. Black and teal. Yes, yes. Thank you. I would show off my hat, but it's way on the other side of the room. If you got to put your hat on, put your hat on. We're okay with it. You play um, nice, Peterson. Play nice. I will play nicer. That was you this time, Mark. <laughs> it was not me at this time. I should. I, this is what I should have done when I heard it. Um, <laughs> oh no! The full sweet. The full sweet. The kid a toy. Derek, 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 thanks so much for being here, brother. I really appreciate absolutely um, support. Thank you so much for being here. He does amazing. What's the life breath that you want to get done here, brother? So. Let me put it to you this way. If somebody, and I'm looking at you, Sam Altman, uh, Bill Gates, uh, you know, those guys, Elon, if I got a million dollars, I can help 100 veterans with a patent because the patent's $10,000, right? 100 veterans. And they're, they're out there. They're out there. We, uh, we just uh, networked with, uh, I'm not going to be able to call her name, and I apologize for this. Um, we just networked last week with um, the SBA had an innovation summit, and it was really good for networking, especially for us, because uh, we came in contact with somebody who works in the Delmarva area, and all the little bases and all the little um, military installations in that area uh, they have access to those veterans. And she says there's a lot of people in that area who have ideas, who, you know, want to make something. So, you know, it's, it's, they're out there. They just need to know that we exist and we can help. 100%. 100%. know that people are out there. We got to know that there are boots on the ground. And exactly. uh, that's his continued, the continued mission and, Gosh, this is exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Um, Jonathan, what song we got going on next, brother? Uh, let me pass this on to you, Mark. A oh, right on B. to me, just like A that. A or B. A or B. Let's go. Oh, Andrew said A, Andrea. Andrea took it. We're going with A? No. Yep. No. All right. We got no, I didn't. C, and 20 hands high. And the same old star. Sometimes it's hard to see what's right before my eyes. Look past the
If you'd used Kleenexes on that one, you would have missed C.W. Wooten, 20 Hands High, and Same Old Star. You would have missed all the beautiful scenery. And I'm talking about the truck, of course. Old truck, Old yeah. Truck. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, exactly. That was a really pretty one. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Yeah. Love, love classic trucks. Yes, I get it. Um. That's CW. He's out in Colorado. Love having him when he comes on. Uh, he was uh, brought to us uh, in the network with uh, Jen Ford again. Uh, just want to real quick wish everyone a, a Merry Christmas because we're not going to. Andrea thinks she might see us, but we'll we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. see if Peterson just, can behave during the day. He's probably going to be cooking and tasting done, tasting. Done. No cooking for Christmas. I I do that on Thanksgiving. What? You yeah. cook something. I don't no, no, I'm done. I was told no cooking. No cooking for what Christmas. Cook once a year? Did it make you crabby? What happened? No, I just sit back and I, you know, enjoy the ginger ale, you know, and oh, geez. eat a couple candy canes. You You're know. right. I'm not inviting you. I'll invite uh, Couple of them pecan pies, pecan, 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 pecan. Um, <laughs> what what is your traditional? What's something for your traditional Christmas meal? And do you do a Christmas Eve something something, and then a Christmas meal, Andrea? Yes, I yes, yes, and yes. So traditional Christmas Eve is my mom's homemade spaghetti. Ooh. And then we don't wear white because then we let it settle and then we go to church. We do midnight mass. And then nice. we wake up the next morning and we get all kinds of ham and it's always ham and turkey again, just like Easter and Thanksgiving. Um, and then sometimes it's sandwiches and sometimes it's the whole feast on the table, um, depending on who's there and who's not. How many? All right, Chuck, how about you? Wow. So I'm I'm not the guy you really want to ask this question because I hate it when the 12 days of Christmas are misrepresented. Sure. Um, I'm very, 
I'm that guy who's like, okay, so Christmas starts on Christmas Eve and it ends on Epiphany, right? Mm -hmm. That's the 12 days of Christmas. But, you know, we've commercialized it so much. I, I just have to show tolerance and patience with everyone. <laughs> Mostly. I do, I do whatever my grandmother taught me in the kitchen when I was growing up. Uh, I do cornbread stuffing. I put the the uh, seasoned butter underneath the skin of the turkey and make sure it's just basting and doing all the good things. Um, I love cooking. I love being in the kitchen, especially with my wife, because it's just it's it's another way of us dancing. If that makes sense, we're you know we're moving around the kitchen and we're just laughing, joking, having fun, listening to whatever and it just, it gets to be not what we're making, but how we're doing it. That um, is special for me. So, That's awesome. yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good stuff. Jonathan. We we live in uh, South Louisiana. It's kind of everybody's, you know, a lot of offshore oil field jobs. So we, we, might, we might end up doing Christmas. Uh, a week before Christmas Day, just because that's when everybody's available. So we right. just okay. It's about it's about family, and you know sometimes it's a sometimes it's a gumbo, sometimes it's a full spread of uh, all the Christmas stuff. But it's really it's a, it's about the family. We just get together and enjoy a good time. Good. Or or as we say it down here, pass a good time. Um, when you started out, I thought you were going to say, well. We're warming up for Mardi Gras, so we. Yeah, I thought that was coming too. We all we all wear Christmas we all wear Christmas beads because it's yeah. not Mardi Gras, yet. right? <laughs> we do have a parade for Christmas, though. Just saying. Those just, Louisiana Reeboks—is that what they're called too? You throw those on? Yeah, there are some of those. Uh, should yeah. I get the picture again? Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, Louisiana Reeboks—that's the white um, rubber boots. I'm about to learn me something now. Jonathan, pull it up here. Um, from my family, you can pull it up when you want to, Jonathan. Well, it's all right to interrupt. All oh, the commissioners in the house. He's here. Bam, 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 bam. Really? Um, That's the button you're going to use for the commission? <laughs> well, I'll get the like presidential walk-in sound later. <laughs> <laughs> someone on here who knows what he's doing i love it um, <laughs> oyster stew and like meats and cheeses has always been christmas eve um it, apparently i'm getting it's not a boycott but because we're we're sharing on on Corey's side of the family, we're going to go there. Uh, they've asked not me not to make oyster stew this year, which is fine. They're going to make a seafood chowder instead. And uh, just kind of as, as much as possible, traditional kind of, I don't know what traditional is anymore, though, uh, kind of a turkey cooked the next day. Um, we don't, uh, I've always made, and again, like uh, Chuck has said, Christmas has gotten so commercialized. Uh, we've tried to keep it as traditional as American traditional as we don't let them open gifts before. Of course, mine are 23 and 22 now, and so it's not really 
a big piece of that anymore, but uh, we do our gifts on Christmas. And there are the Louisiana Reeboks there, Chuck. Jonathan, Jonathan I got 25 so. bucks. Can you give me a pair size eight? <laughs> you can make that happen. Go on Amazon. You can, you can even take those. some scissors and cut those off right above the little ankle circle right there. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. Class. I was going to poke out the ankle circle and then just have cool socks underneath. There you cool. go. You can reach down and use them like the pull strap. Kind of yeah. Oh, they're, yeah, they're fully customizable. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fully customizable. There's awesome. Jonathan advertising. They're fully customizable. You make there's them your own. A, there's going to be an upsell in all uh, rain boots this week because of our show. That's <laughs> oh, that's another sponsor. Let's get them. Yep. We'll yep. get them. That's them. Uh, that's them. Louisiana uh, uh, Cajun Reeboks. What's the biggest piece you see people in the business world or trying to that are in need of your services or the services you provide? What What's the biggest mistake you see people making? Going it alone, and I, it, I'm not denigrating anybody's intelligence. Um, you know GT scores. You know what MOSs require. You know, um, I I had soldiers when I was overseas reading Kierkegaard, and I mean I learned a lot, right? Sure, because that's that's the way our, our warrior culture is. However, when you, when you, you know, you set up the USBTO, you set up um, a process and you don't let us know where the landmines are. Um, chances are we're going to step on a few. And it, it's just, it, it's an amazing Byzantine process. And, uh, yeah, we are grateful for our attorneys who, who you know, swoop in. There's a whole pro se process um, with the USBTO. They've got videos. They've got uh, PDFs. And, you know, if you want to do it by yourself, go right ahead. But what I've seen, um, and this is just us at Veterans Intellectual Property, what I've seen um, are quite a few emails where people are like, okay, look, I went here to... Uh, I will redact the name of the organization, but we, I went here to bleep and gave them money and I don't have a patent. Or I tried to do it. They sent me this letter. What does this letter mean? Does this mean I have a patent or, you know, what do I have to do next? So the education piece that we try to provide uh, to the best of our abilities um, has been well received by those who attend our intake meeting. Uh, we have an exit poll and we make sure that if you walk out of that intake meeting, um, please give us the feedback. Did this meeting serve your purpose? Can we get you a one-on-one? -on -one? What's your next steps? How can we help you? Um, it's, it's service, plain and simple. We want to be there for people. We want to be there for veterans, for military dependents, for active duty members. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of our clients who have 
drone technology um, they want to get patented. Um, there's a lot of just amazing ideas that um, these men and women have come up with. And so we want to make sure that it puts money in their pockets. Love it. There, there is a gigantic piece to crossing the I's and dotting the T's. I mean, absolutely. We know that I'm absolutely. saying that, but uh, it's even Andrea and myself got into a space with uh, with the nonprofit that we got into the cycle and it just like it's not working. And every time we yeah. had to file, it was costing us more money. And I'm like, forget yeah. this. We're done doing that. We got hold of a lawyer. We made sure it was done correctly. Um, again, we didn't necessarily have the resources of the veteran uh, supporting organization mm -hmm. lawyers at that time. We just wanted to make sure we got our message out. And and there is a piece to making sure the the eyes are dotted and the T's are crossed in the right way because yes. it invalidates everything if it's not. And uh, we just simple folk, you know, all of us are. And it's, it's bro, it's, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Uh, you know, um, simple folk. Simple folk. Um, I shoot, move, and communicate. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sound like you were trained well, sir. <laughs> I, I, spend, I spend a little bit more time eating in there, but that's uh, that's uh, I throw eating in there and sleeping. But that's uh, um, if you are interested in supporting the People's Patriot Project, you know we're always looking for uh, time, talent, and treasure. And so uh, make sure you're, if you got that gift, one of those gifts, reach out to us. Um, real quick, I did want to do a shout out to uh, Miss uh, Geraldine. We did uh, receive your card. Thank you for that. That was amazing. Happy holidays to you. I, I'm bringing this up because there is a chance if uh, anyone is interested in hanging the beacon on your tree. It's not the bright green one that we would want to put out there. And it's really not red like it is in this picture. But... Uh, we do have the People's Patriot Project Christmas ornament. We can still get out this week. Uh, hang it in memory of the ones we have lost. Hang it in honor of those who have served. Yeah, I'm still on the, or on the hang line. it in memory uh, in support of uh, our organization. And so uh, this uh, is 100%. Everything goes back to uh, helping and supporting veterans and first responders. And so um, those, uh, some have them hanging on their trees already and we appreciate you. Jonathan got a bunch sold down in Louisiana this week, uh, this weekend. Um, get them when, uh, you're good, brother. You're good. <laughs> um, what's that? Because they look really great on the tree. Uh, you know what I mean? They look great. They're not like overbearingly prominent, but they really look nice on there. And you can see they catch the light from your from your twinkly lights on your tree as well. So I like them. I'm a little bit biased, but I really like it on my, well, I don't have a real tree. It's on my tinsel, it's my garland. <laughs> I have a dog. I got a dog. Peterson doesn't know. He never hears about my dog, but um, not this one that's been sleeping the entire time, but the young one, he eats everything. So we don't have a tree this year. Because he was going to eat your tree. He'll eat everything off. Or is it, is it already gone? He's already yeah. eaten. Is that where? That's why she don't have one. <laughs> he has great breath. Is that? Is it? Is it pine or? Is it pine? It's a Tommy Boy line, right? Mm -hmm. 
Is that a pine tree you bathed in with? Yeah. Yeah. I'm hearing you're going to need a new ornament, huh, Andrea? <laughs> no, I have the, no, the ornament did not, it was not you on the You didn't get that high on that tree? No, no, no. Three feet. No, I'm kidding. It's, well, I got tipped over and flung away before he could get it. So, yeah. Oh, damn. Jonathan, share what uh, you got done this weekend. Um, we had the opportunity to get out to, um, it was kind of last minute, but we had a, um, an event at uh, the tea shop. It was called Sip and, Sip and Shop with Santa. And uh, oh, they had cool. 15, 16 vendors set up outside in the parking lot. And uh, they asked if I wanted to go. And we were able to set up a little booth and sell some of the Christmas ornaments and really uh, get the word out in South Louisiana for, for a little while. Um, a lot of great interest in what we're doing. Um, a lot of people just, I think you, you, I don't know if it was Mark or, or Chuck or one of you said earlier that people just need to hear about it. Right. And I think there's a, there's not a lack of organizations. There's a lack of people knowing about the organizations. There's a lack mm -hmm. of, of getting the, the, the word out about us. So um, that's kind of what we did today. We we earlier today, yeah. So this weekend's flying by. Um, sold a few Christmas ornaments. We we put out some flyers about uh, the event that we're we're planning in March, and uh, talked to a lot of people about the People's Patriot Project and what we got going on, and spread some some word about the podcast and everything else and uh it was it was really nice to get to talk to a bunch of people and and it was well received it's awesome when we get to set up and just talk uh there were so many people that wanted to talk this weekend and it's just like we took as many opportunities as we could but it was just like we had to put the show on we had to make sure the mission got done we had to and uh but we it's it's amazing to get to talk about the mission and it's amazing wow. hearing how many people we get to impact with uh, the mission of the people's Patriot project we got your six at six Patriot awesome. playtime and we p3 radio so uh, if i could i'd like to give a huge shout out to dylan over the past week he's 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 been kicking butt uh taking names man he's he's talked to countless people handed out uh, I've had to send him more business cards twice and more flyers twice. He's nice. been he's been running around banging on doors uh, in places that would wouldn't be easy for me to get to. So uh, awesome. if, if you listen, Dylan, thank you. It's much appreciated. <laughs> well, do we need to make Dylan a mainstay on the show? I mean, he probably wouldn't be opposed to it. Good. Awesome. Well, we got an amazing family, man. That's what this is all about. Family. Growing, becoming better. Shock and awe. Better get one of those in there. Real quick, we got to do it. We have our uh, call to action every week when we do this. Everyone's got a phone on them. Uh, reach into your network and send a text to six people just saying, just thinking about you. Um, yes, we are mission forward with uh, veterans and first responders, but you can do this to anyone in your network and just say, and I'm not sorry, sorry, not sorry. Um, stir up those conversations. You know what? We are built 
to have relationships. Um, I will, and I say this every weekend, I challenge you to reach out to that hard one, the one that maybe you haven't paid attention to. Maybe they did you wrong. Maybe you did them wrong. I challenge you. That's a tough one. Uh, Again, sorry, sorry, not sorry, but um, I have a, a couple of regrets in my life and I don't have the option to change those because they're no longer with us. And if I had taken the time, A, my conscience would be clean. B, maybe they'd still be here. Um, reach out to your brothers and sisters. Um, we constantly have, it's not a debate. You know, some people come and do push-ups. Some people go on a ruck march. Some people say that those don't do any good whatsoever. I say do what's do you. Do what's good for you. Um, someone will recognize, someone will notice, someone will see, and it will make a difference in our world. Uh, we need to lessen, lessen that uh, 22 a day or that 6,000 a year, however we're going to look at it. But um, I see a couple of pictures in here. Is there a reason why the pictures are in the – do you want to talk about it, Andrea? Yes, I do. Um, well, and first I'm just going to thank um, Chaplain Mike, Michael Ireland again for being here. Um, this evening, I we talked to him about coming on the show, and and you know in January, and then boom, here he was tonight. So, and I don't have a picture ready of him, but this happened on Friday. Oh wait, that's us. Oh shoot, I thought that was Claudia. I'm so sorry. I thought that was Claudia and Mark. That I guess that's me and Mark right there. Wow. Um, after that was after the ceremony, and I couldn't even tell you when. At some point before I ever sat down yesterday, um, someone snagged a quick picture and that that's awesome. So I still have my coffee in my hand. That could have been pre-ceremony. I don't know to tell you the truth. The day was coffee yesterday. I drank a lot of coffee and there we have our color guard. Um, and I apologize. I can't even give you their, their full name either, but they hung out in the, um, debriefing conference room with us and, and they're amazing young kiddos and uh, young adults, really not kiddos, but um, such huge thanks to them. And I just went and checked and we've got a ton of pictures flooding in. So, you know, I'm sure our Facebook pages will be full, full, full of those pictures in. Um, okay, so we actually had a photographer, um, you know, it, it, through, through a couple links of people that we know she came and I am I don't know if she's listening but Melissa I, I met <laughs> Melissa um well it just I'm gonna wear a hood and a mask I think next year something that completely unidentifies me because you can't walk three feet and then someone has a question in three feet and that's fair that's totally fair um and I finally made it with Stephanie over to Melissa and we gave her some ideas and, and I think Stephanie felt the rush as well. And we we're like, do this, do this and, and do this and look for these things. And then I'm like, you got the folder link. You can throw stuff in there today. And then I got a message that it didn't work. The link didn't work. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I just got that fixed. And um, then oh Stephanie God. also mentioned there were several amateur photographers and a couple professionals. I know there was a news guy there. Um, so I, it, and even... Lieutenant Colonel Pryor sent some pictures today. Actually, I think that's where those came from. Um, 
already. So yeah, we're going to blast. I already put some things out on, on the um, Facebook page. So thank you to everybody for the wonderful support help and I'm sure ideas for after. Um, but anyway, that's all good. And Chuck, thank you for being here. We, we missed you that first time around. And so I was excited to hear you were available to come back this weekend. So um, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. This is our time of closing, and uh, we all have a unique perspective, a unique thought, and a unique uh, interpretation of uh, where we want to go and what we want to get done next. Jonathan always does an amazing job in closing down our show and giving his his final thoughts. Uh, what do you think, Jonathan? Oh, I was, I'm running behind. I was pulling it up. I wanted to read something from, from Facebook. Um, here it is. Uh, this has kind of been heavy with me, um, over the weekend, but, uh, something I put in, I believe it was Friday, but there's, there's one single thing that connects everyone that has ever had success, um, including the Wright brothers, I guess, but they've, they've all tried at least once. Most have tried, failed and tried again over and over. You can't see a problem and want change, but refuse to do something about it. If you desire to see a change in anything, then you have to put in significant effort to make that change possible. So try, try harder, try longer, try again, but most importantly, try at least once. And uh, that's been kind of with me all weekend because this is all new. <laughs> this is all new for me. Um, being part of something that's bigger than me, being part of uh getting this operation going in South Louisiana, being here right now, this is all new and it all, I get to be in these positions, meeting people like Chuck and all these artists that we listen to and play music from like Scotty Frazier and Scotty Hastings and CW. I get to get to meet all these people because it took one time of, of, of trying and then it just escalated and went, went further and further. So don't sell yourself short, whatever it is you're thinking about, whatever you got going on, get out there, try it. If you fail, try it again. I just need to make sure it's very clear. You are a blessing to WP3 Amen. and me personally, brother. Amen. Thank you. Thank Mr. you. Tyler, what are your thoughts? I'm humbled to uh, have met you all and to have been a part of this amazing uh, show. Thank you. I really, you know, you can reach out to us um, whenever you need resources. If we don't have it, then hey, like the '76 Yankee, I used to be eons ago. I'll find it. I love it. So thank you so much again. Thank awesome. you, brother. If you got time to hang out after the the final cuts, let us know, and uh, I yeah. mean, we'll have another dialogue there on off screen. Miss Eichmann, no worries. You, is it me? It is you. Okay, so I put some thoughts together, but I'm gonna refer um, because it was a big weekend, and I had so many um, just just all over last week with the kids and and. Um, holidays coming up and we made cards and, and, um, 
well, just showing our respects. And I made a comment to these two gentlemen who are Vietnam veterans yesterday that um, they were talking about school teachers and the work we do and how, how it's such a political issue right now. And I said, well, unlike most um, things out there, if, if I don't get to keep my job for teaching, it's because I'm trying to teach loyalty and thankfulness to our country and those who fought for our country and how to respect the flag. And, and so the, they're, they're going to keep job openings in their mind for me, but you know, we do this. And, and when I first met Mark and when we went um, over things and he taught me things over and over and over um, about what he wanted to do with the people's Patriot project, um, we started this um, with our mission statement a long time ago um, with just wanting to, you know, create awareness for mental health of our military and our first responders. And um, we wanted to, you know, support and empower. And everybody was using those words at that time. And empower is still a great word to use. And we kind of grew this into pushing to be the shock and awe of veteran support. And then he had to teach me shock and awe. I, I'm a civilian. So I had to, under, I'm like, we don't, we need to be humble, not shock and awe. It's not that kind of shock and awe. So I, I learned about that. Um, we want to turn heads in order to be a beacon, a beacon of safety and, and health and support, um, saving lives and, and creating happy communities so that our heroes can be um, happy in their communities. So it takes me again. This is a long, I know, maybe I talk a lot, but here's the deal. This is all about our military and our first responders um, that are on the front lines, always working to save lives and protect communities across the nation. Um, we have some months of recognition coming up and opportunities to recognize, recognize the hard work and the life-saving sacrifices of all of it, fire service, law enforcement, um, emergency, emergency medical personnel, it's all coming up. Keep this in mind. They willingly serve. They chose this. They make sacrifices. They represent us around the world. Um, and we created this podcast, you guys, to be, um, again, the awareness, to create the awareness of the vast needs of our veterans and first responders and what they deal, deal with every day um, and what shows up, not every day, but years and years later sometimes, creating a network of organizations that are proactive, that deal with missions of supporting all of those who have served in their communities and their countries country and other countries, and then creating resources and extending those networks that will accommodate all the unique financial needs to to complete all these missions that we're doing um, that support that. So that's the why. That's the big why. And it might be our end of the year show, just in case. I thought I better throw that out there, which led me to a quote I heard this weekend from Ronald Reagan Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same, which is why it creeps into my language every day. Thank you. Amazing message. Amazing message. Thank you all for being on the panel tonight. Uh, thank you, Mr. Tyler, for being on here. We appreciate it. Thanks for so having much. me. I don't think this is the last time we're going to talk to you, brother. I think we're going Hope to talk not. about Hope not. Uh, no. Shout out to Contagion Effect. Thank you so much for this connection. They're amazing. Yes, they are. Can I say one more thing, Peterson? Yes, ma'am. 
Yes. Um, I did want to throw out another thank you, and I'm sure we talked about it last week, but I might have been, my mind might have been elsewhere. But with, um, and please help me with Ricky's organization name. After the mission. After the mission. And it, it took me a minute. <laughs> I think I said this last week. Now it's coming back to me. Uh, it took me a minute, but I want to thank everyone, everyone who donated and supported. We had a Vietnam veteran down um, closer to Jonathan's area, but um, after the mission, wanted to rebuild the floors and they found volunteers to do all of the work and take care of things. And we did a fundraiser um, to help out with the supplies and cover the odds and ends that might be needed um, for the couple as well. And so I just want to thank everybody, everybody who took time to even just read the story, maybe throw out a prayer or a, a well-wishing thought to them. Um, and so thank you. And if it, if you feel like we send out another one right quickly, it probably is true. We've we've got a, a person who needs a furnace at this point, and I think we've got it fairly well covered. Oh, and we did match. We matched those donations. I think we People's Patriot Project threw in $1,081 total matching them. And I think that took care of the repairs down there. Um, so now we have a furnace we're working on. Uh, if you've ever been in Minnesota in December, not this year, every other year, um, it's cold and they need their furnace. And so we're working on this right now as well. And thank you to Ray Kane for that yeah. one as well. Yeah. I think we got that one shored up, but again, we'll get the details taken care of. Yeah. Remember, it's not free. It wasn't free. We, we looked at 190,000 grave sites yesterday to assure me that that didn't come free. Um, they didn't all die in combat. They didn't all die uh, in service. Uh, but there's many, many cemeteries that hold the bodies of those that gave you those opportunities. Whether you're a business person, a school teacher, doesn't matter what you're doing. It, it costs the life of someone to make sure you had the chance to do that. So um have a merry christmas if we don't get to see you have a happy new year because get ready to work we're coming hmm. we're gonna be throwing the shock and awe, shock and awe out there our green won't go unseen and we are going to make a difference uh we get the phone calls the emails the messages of making difference and we appreciate you and tonight we are and he apologized today, and I'm like, why are you apologizing, brother? Let's get this stuff out there. But our good brother, Scotty Frazier, down in Texas, uh, is busy, constantly doing work, and uh, he sent us another song. And this is Scotty Frazier, Never Surrender. Take your pride.
Life. 